0: No, go, you go ahead.
1: No, 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 you start. No, you start. I insist that you start.
0: <laughs> I don't want to start this week. Oh, my God. All right, the agenda. We have... Welcome to the show. What show? The... the. We're not doing numbers. No, we're not. What's the name of the show? Fill me in. Fill me in. All right, here's what's coming... <laughs> here's what's coming up <laughs> on today's show. What? We... Did you just give me the finger? No, I give. Well, I give you, you the index. You just ind- gave
1: me the... I gave th- you the index finger. Here on live, non-radio, audio... I've All right.
0: been given the finger. Here's the, here's the agenda. I'm running it down. First, we have the intro. That's this. You're listening to this. Then we have the music. That's coming up in a minute. Then we have viewer mail. We have viewer. We have three viewer mails. Then we have an interview with Elisa Grossman, Alisa. creator and organizer of the Los Angeles Crossword Tournament. Yes. Nothing else? You want I have to nothing say? else to say about that. We have our weekly uh, segment about Stephen Grant. Steve, uh, well, no, but he's, that's it the, for the, now. That's yes, enough for now. That's yeah. enough for now. Then yeah. we have the ARC. The art, and then we have a new feature on filming. A new feature coming up at the end of this episode, so stay tuned all the way to the
1: end to hear the lightning round. Lightning round, indeed, the lightning round. Clap. What what, what is clap? It's a thunder clap. No, it's not the thunder round. It's
0: the lightning. But round. But thunder follows lightning. I don't care. It's the light. It's not the thunder round. There's there no are, thunder. How come there are no thunder? Thunder round all right why don't we call this the thunder round? all right, I want to call it the thunder round but I don't think... thunder thunder is not like zip zip zip, but it's the same thing it's not how is lightning it not? is zip 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 but it they go they go hand in hand not, like, uh, not really they, like ebony and ivory Well, no they
1: 're not really near each other. The thunder is way up high, and the lightning is what we see down below.
0: <laughs> why are you talking to me like i'm four years old?
1: Ryan, see the thing about weather.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, it's time to start the show.
1: It is. So this, here we have, coming up <laughs> in front of you at this very moment.
0: But see, if I was doing that, you would start yelling and screaming and running around so, me. Scream and run. I don't, go for it. It's, scream not, and it. it's not me. No? Well, it's you're going to
1: edit me. that out anyway, so who cares?
0: All right. Here we go. Fill me in. Starting right away with the viewer mail. I think we are going right we into We have viewer a lot mail. of viewer mail. So we, we have
1: f- a ton to do today and not much time because I'm on my way to Yankee Stadium.
0: Well, you're not on your way right now. <laughs> viewer mail, opening it up. So our first viewer mail comes to us from
1: David Stein. Anyhow, he writes to us to say Ryan and Brian, you and I think alike. I was humming square pegs, square pegs, square <laughs> square pegs all through my solving of the Sunday puzzle. Uh, then I got Brian's podcast and lo and behold, you were too. That was a fantastic, though short-lived show. That was my senior year in high school, and I remember they had some awesome bands. The Waitresses, Devo. I don't recall Sarah Jessica Parker playing any high-lie, though. On another note, could you check out our crossword blog at puzzleproject.mbhs.edu? Four of us teachers get together every lunchtime and compete complete the puzzle cooperatively using the New York Times Solve with a Friend Java applet. All right, I have a couple of things I need to address here. First of all... I accidentally, when I posted, on, this was all you. When I posted on the blog about the Square Pegs puzzle, I tried to post a link to the Square Pegs theme song because I wanted people to be able to listen to the theme song while they read the post. That was the goal. It was a multimedia kind of a thing. And unfortunately, the method I use to post the Square Pegs theme song is the same method we use to post the podcast every week. So Ryan called me about an hour later and said, I think the Square Pegs theme song just went out as our latest podcast. Which I think it did. So to anybody who heard the Square Pegs theme song as a podcast... Now this would have gone out before our last real episode, though. Right. Right? So by now they've heard another episode of Fill Me In since the Square Pegs malfeasance of 2009.
0: (laughs) Right? Well, I, I'm, I'm having a, I'm, I have a feeling that when we have our award show at the end of this season, yeah. that the Square Pegs podcast will probably win most of them. It probably
1: will. It was definitely best of Fill Me In 2009.
0: So that was a mistake. So David Stein
1: uh, has out, this blog. Check,
0: yeah, check out the blog. It's very cool.
1: puzzleproject.mbhs.edu he and three other uh, folks there uh, solved the puzzle together and, and they uh, have a
0: they have a cool uh, graph
1: with their time. A graphical graphs to show their times. I think it's fantastic. Uh, they have a,
0: they have a what? Though? A graphical graph. <laughs> a
1: graphical graph. A graphical graph. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so that was David Stein. Uh Ryan, you're next. Uh, uh,
0: quickly before we move on to the next uh, viewer mail, I just uh, I, I do want to congratulate uh, Crosscan once again for winning our our first Twitter contest. You need to interrupt viewer mail to do this. Well, because I f- figured I was going to forget, and I have to. I have as we're all, on the subject of we ar- have an agenda on the subject of errata, on the subject of errata. Uh, Crosscan, I believe, is under the impression he won uh, the Stanley Newman cruise. Like the entire crew, Like the entire crew, the boat and all and, the employees. And, 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 and we just want to make it clear that he actually just won the Stanley Newman book. Yes. Which you... is on your way. On his way. On its way. <laughs> Whose way is it on? <laughs> it's on our way. Did you actually send the book? I did send the book. And via Canadian mail? Well, I think it starts out as U.S. mail, and then at, at one point there's a, there's a handover. Is that what it there's is? It's like a ceremonial... Uh, Line and then did, it gets did you send over. all
1: its proper paperwork and customs forms? And I everything?
0: did. I did. I had to fill out a custom form. Did you really? Yes, yeah, for Canada, for, for a, a book. book. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. back to viewer mail. Yes, please. This is from John Lampkin, who uh, we met at in Brooklyn. Yes, yes. He says, "Hello." I John. think it's
1: his first time writing to us. This is this it, is his viewer mail debut. This is his
0: viewer mail debut. So Congratulations, welcome. John. Welcome, John Lampkin. Good to have you in the bag uh john i love lampkin huh i don't get it from anchorman steve carell says i love lamp i love lamp i don't don't get it you don't get it no did you ever see anchorman anchorman (laughs) that's a whole other show (laughs) that's a whole other show. anchorman john i love lampkin says hi guys there is another reason not to sit in the front row (laughs) this is more. <laughs> Would you read the title? Did I highlight the title? Oh, you did. Did I
1: highlight <laughs> it in green? I'm colorblind. It doesn't matter. Did I highlight it in
0: anything? You did. Okay. <laughs> uh, your 4-7 blog recap. Oh, look at that. Uh, he's talking about Cats, the musical. The musical. Uh, he says, hi, guys. There's a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. There's another reason not to sit in the front row. One of my high school piano students went on to get a gig playing in the cat's pit years ago. That wasn't you, was it? No. Okay. Cashing in, in a chip, I asked him for good seats for a performance. He got me and my family front row just right of center. Mistake. You need an umbrella. I spent the longest three hours of my life ducking saliva that sailed over the footlights. Best, John Lampkin.
1: Uh, this is important because what we need is another reason not to A, see cats, and B, sit in the
0: front row. There seems to be a lot of bodily fluids involved with with sitting too close to cats.
1: Oh, God. Let's not go down that path, please. (laughs) Our next viewer mail comes from our friend Mike Nothnagel, pen pal extraordinaire and constructor of the Friday Puzzle. Mike says, hey, guys, thanks for reinstating my nickname. Crossing out extraordinaire on my business cards and writing in loser was getting old. (laughs) I'm ready for new questions whenever you are. And when I said kids in my last email, I was in fact talking about my students, not my own children. I have none. Although I'm now considering calling my students Nothnagelettes. We'll see how that goes. Um, I think that's the end of viewer mail. I mean, officially, that's the end of viewer mail. We have some other email that comes up later in the show. But should we close up the mailbag now?
0: Viewer mail. Uh, Closing it up.
1: The next segment on the show is our interview with Elisa Grossman. She
0: is organizing the Los Angeles Crossword Tournament, which is uh, which is going to be on April twenty-fourth. April twenty-fifth? Let's is it get really? it right. Wait, yes. Wait, wait, wait. It's April
1: twenty-fifth, which is a Saturday in April. April twenty-fifth. Yes, that's what I said. The website is www.crosswordswest.com. Yep. Crosswordswest as if it was all one word www.crosswordswest.com. The uh, the official title is the Crosswords LA Tournament, and it is a charity event for reading to kids. Yes. Uh, and it
0: is on Saturday, April twenty fifth. All right. So here's what she had to say about that. So you have it's it's happening on April twenty fifth. Uh, okay. At uh, at ten a.m. And you have uh, and and Will is providing puzzles from the Times, correct?
2: Check-in for those who have already registered and registration and payment for those who haven't yet. Walk-ins. That will start at ten. Next tournament itself will start at eleven, and the puzzles are provided by Will.
0: Great, and and they're going to be unpublished New York Times puzzles. That's right. All right, um, and
2: five unpublished New York Times puzzles followed by a sixth for the final.
0: And and what is the uh, the uh, entrance fee?
2: Um, through April 23rd online, the agency is $25 for people who choose to compete and $20 for people who choose to be spectators, which basically means, um, they have the tournament experience minus the grading, Uh and, um, uh, and and it also includes lunch, that fee, it's not just the puzzles, and then I've gotten a lot of, um, companies to provide prizes for raffles and other prizes, and I I have a, a mountain of prizes, um... And so uh, that's another um, thing that's available for people who participate. And then people can just come to the finals for $10, or on the day of the tournament, they can um, uh, enroll as competitors for $30, okay. 25 for spectators, and again, $10 for, um, for finals.
0: Okay, and what, what, is, what is going to be for lunch?
1: This this is going to help Ryan decide whether he chooses to go home to visit his family.
2: No, they're a nice lunch. They're box lunches, basically, and there's an array of choices. A cold salad, a Caesar salad, a turkey wrap, a chicken pesto sandwich, and a vegetarian lavash are the five choices. coupled to a drink, a piece of fruit, a cookie, or a brownie, and a bag of potato chips. That's
1: that's the lunch. If I'd like to get one of everything, uh, do I Uh pay a little extra to get sort of the grand buffet lunch? No, it doesn't work that uh,
2: way. No, that option is not available. We we, we are
0: now. having our, our our roving reporter Doug Peterson. Uh, he will be attending. Oh, in- he will be uh, – we will have him on the show to uh, give us a blow-by-blow of how everything happens.
2: Oh, no. I feel so much pressure now. Oh, okay. yes. Well,
0: you should because we have a huge amount of listeners. <laughs> yeah. And, and Doug Peterson is a monstrous guy. Yes. And this will make or break your Crawford career. <laughs>
1: None of those <laughs> last three statements are true at all. Uh, no, no. He's been helpful, under-
2: though. He's, 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 he's helped spread the word. There have been – A number of people I've met through this process. And and by the way, I'm not organizing it totally alone. My father, who does the puzzles with me, he's been instrumental in in, in helping. Yeah, he built the giant boards, and he coded the website and all of the software for the tournament. So pretty much he's doing all the work, and I'm just the one telling people I'm organizing it, yeah. Good,
0: good. It sounds great. It <laughs> sounds ideal for you. <laughs> and and tell us about the charity.
2: Um, reading to Kids is about encouraging a love of books and reading in children. And I believe it's also about working with the parents of these children to also provide them with the skills to encourage their children to love reading
0: We want to wish you the best of luck with it. We know from personal experience it can be a little odd to start a crossword tournament. I'm sure it's going to be a very exciting
1: event. I'm very excited to hear more about it uh, after it happens. Thanks very much for talking to us, Elisa.
2: Thank you very much. And good luck with it. Bye-bye.
1: Uh, the next segment on our show features our good friend, Stephen Grant. His emails are about lots of different things, so we're sort of rearranging them to... So uh, this one says, can I file a request but, to... So
0: how does it start?
1: Hey, lads. Hey, buggerheads. <laughs> right. Can I file a request <laughs> to modify the official nickname? Lord knows that many others have had modifications applied over time. I have no problem with the Grimaldi reference, but I still don't know where the Edwards thing comes from. Uh-huh. Where did it come from? I'm pretty sure that a large portion of your listening public, like maybe two or three of the seven regular listeners, thanks a lot, Stephen. I
0: like how he's asking us for a favor and then insults us.
1: I'm pretty sure that they think my real name is Stephen Edwards and my nickname is Grimaldi Grant, whereas my real name is actually Stephen Grant and both the Edwards and the Grimaldi are pseudonyms, only one of which has any connection to anything at all germane. Can't we just change it to Stephen Grimaldi Grant? And our answer is No. <laughs> <laughs> your new name is Stephen Grant, nay Stephen Edwards, A.K.A. Stephen Grimaldi Grant.
0: This, and let's make it clear that 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 uh, your birth name is Grant. I I accidentally called you Stephen Edwards once. and probably that's I, where this comes from. Right. Just
1: you you failed to remember quickly I, I, enough what his last I name was, actually was.
0: I was probably distracted by uh, me. Well, I was thinking. Awful distracted by by not being able to do a crossword on my cell phone, but... Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, I get distracted by that frequently,
0: and apparently I will continue to be for <laughs> yes. some time. Your your distraction uh, will...
1: So we have quite a lot of material to deal with with regards to uh, Stephen Grant, nay, Stephen Edwards, a.k.a. Stephen Grimaldi Grant. Let's see, let's, let's start with the whole pizza, cell phone, software to sum, business, right? to sum
0: up, novice listeners can have pizza. He, he's a novice listener. He called us on and he asked for pizza. He said, give me pizza. I'll get you cell phone software. We got him pizza. We're waiting for our software. We have no software. We're still waiting for it. He's promising it. There's no software. He's eating the pizza. He's digesting it. We're not having any pizza. We don't have any cell phone software. There's no pizza. There's no software.
1: I would, I would love to hear from our viewers at home who uh, saw Ryan acting this conversation out. I think that the he's doing these hand gestures where it's like his left hand would go shooting out as if he could shoot lightning with it, and then his right hand would go shooting out as if he could shoot thunder with it, and then he's going back and forth. and I think what were you doing? Like we were the left hand, and he was the right hand. In stereo, sort of. Oh, it was in stereo. Yes. So we have no software. He writes to us uh, with an email. Good news, bad news. Hey, buggerheads. (laughs) First, the good news. I have software for Ryan's HTCP. I have Ryan. (laughs) I have software for Ryan's HTC Pro. Now the bad news. I do not have software for Brian's Palm Centro. Thanks a lot, buggerhead. Oh, that's me. Uh, Anyway, Stephen goes on. I originally was under the impression that Brian had a Palm Trio Pro. However, Brian's Palm Centro runs Palm OS, a platform which uh, accounts for less than 1% of the smartphone market. The smart what? The smartphone market. (laughs) Thank you. The smartphone market. None of the top game development companies offer games for the Centro, including us. I wish I had better news. Does this mean that now I owe Brian pizza from Grimaldi's? You owe him something. You do owe me something, and I'm going to think about what it should be, and I will get back to you later, Buggerhead.
0: Would you like a blackberry? I would not like a blackberry. Really? Well,. What about a free BlackBerry? Oh, maybe a free BlackBerry. All
1: right, so Brian would like a free BlackBerry. See what you can do about that, Stephen Grant. Nay, Stephen Edwards, a.k.a. Stephen Grimaldi Grant. (laughs) We have a few more things, though, from Stephen Grant. Nay, Stephen Edwards, a.k.a. Stephen Grimaldi Grant. His other email, which was titled, Buggerheads.
0: (laughs) I was right, then. I was right. That's a Canadian epithet.
1: (laughs) It is now. We've now heard it seven times, all seven of which were from Stephen.
0: Oh, also from CrossCan, who is also Canadian. Oh,
1: see? It's happening. We should call the Canadians. We should. Barbara and Dave <laughs> Barbara Canadian. Barbara and Dave Canadian. Uh, anyhow, uh, so more of Stephen's email. I found it absurd that in... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm breaking stuff. The studios falling apart. I found it absurd that in episode 49, Ryan attempted to sing yakety sax, and then only moments later claimed that he didn't know what atonality was.
0: <laughs> I don't understand this guy. He's constantly asking us for favors. Oh my God, we are good. constantly <laughs> providing him with these favors, and he's, he does nothing but insult us. I don't understand.
1: Now, the, the, he also tells us that the term you were looking for is not buggerheads, but hosers. That's the word. That's the Canadian word. Is it? Hosers. Oh.
0: Yeah. Well, now it's buggerheads. Okay, now it's buggerheads. Uh, Buggerheads, nay, hosers. So we're getting into the arc.
1: The arc is, of course, our ongoing story about how Ryan and I will continue to fail to complete the design of one crossword puzzle. Uh, So Stephen, Stephen, uh, Stephen Grant, nay, Stephen Edwards, a.k.a. Stephen Grimaldi Grant. So Stephen offers us some thought with our arc. He says, in deference to your large Canadian audience, I think you should endeavor... Spelled the Canadian way to include some favorite, spelled the Canadian way, Canadian words in your puzzle to provide some variety and color, spelled the Canadian way. You could use Canadian specific words, none of which I know. Poutine, canuck, Oscar Peterson.
0: Poutine is delicious.
1: Inukshuk, or Medicine Hat, Alberta. Do you know what poutine is? No, but Medicine Hat was in a puzzle. It Mike Knofnagel put Medicine Hat it in was. a puzzle. Poutine. Poutine. It's breakfast. No, putin. it is. It's uh, it's like a, a hot, warm uh, I don't even cereal. Need to
0: be, I think I'm going to go home. I don't even need <laughs> to be here. Uh, poutine is actually French fries with gravy and cheese curds on it. Yeah. It's delicious. Uh, no, have you ever had disco fries? No, but <laughs> disco fries is the American
1: version. You understand? I grew up in the '80s. I miss disco altogether.
0: Uh, I don't know why they're called disco fries in America, but that's. Fries with cheese and like uh, uh, nacho melted cheese on it and gravy. Did I say gravy? You did. Uh, but poutine is delicious. You get you get a McDonald's in Can- 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 Canada in the land of Canada. Were you going to say Connecticut? I was going to say Canada. Yeah, I didn't mean to. Uh,
1: so, when what he's uh, Stephen Grant has gone on to suggest,
0: <laughs> we become very flustered by everything to do a Stephen Grant. So. <laughs> Stephen,
1: you're really, you're really messing with us, so please continue. So he suggests some Canadian words with Canadian definitions, like uh, he suggests Argonaut, clued as, forget Jason, this is a Toronto football player. Okay. Or uh, Trebek, clued as Alex, who graduated from Ottawa University. Yes. Or Hoser, clued as Ryan Hecht. <laughs> What do you think, Stephen? Well,
0: uh, I don't like that last one. It's there. I'm I, not making this no, up. No, I realize it. This is actually
1: it. in Stephen's email to us. It is. He, it is. So there's some ideas from from Stephen Graham. Stephen Edwards, a.k.a. Stephen right. Graham.
0: This is from uh, Patrick L. Blindito Blindauer. See, he he also comes up with an arc idea. He says, "Have you thought about using your collective initials as the basis for a theme? R and B stands for more than Ryan and Brian, so you might come up." with two-word phrases that start with those two letters and put R and B in the grid, preferably in the center, or as the last across or down entry, just a thought. This is also a very good idea. It's a
1: terrific idea. And also, Patrick, then references you know, sort of standard crossword construction concept, which is that the, the central idea to the theme, uh, if it can all be summarized with one, Belongs at the end somewhere. It's like the last entry, perhaps. Right. Particularly in this kind of a case where R&B is only a five-letter entry, so it's not like it's going to parallel some other long right. theme answer. This one could kind of just be tucked at the end as, yes. a, as an explanation. of. Now,
0: now, do you think that that, that R&B has enough uh, clout to well, be I don't the know. central theme for a New York Times puzzle? Maybe. We'd have to come up with some other things besides rhythm and blues what, that, it what, what other that, that it stands for. What are other things that it stands for? Patrick seems to know more than just rhythm and blues.
1: I'll bet he knows lots of things that it stands for. And I don't know any of them. Yes.
0: So, uh, Patrick or anybody else. Riding a bicycle. That's RB. Patrick or anybody else.
1: Riddick Bow. He's a he's a former boxing champion. Riddick Bow. Is that am I not doing this RB. I'm coming but with I, RB things. I think it's R&B. Well,
0: maybe. Okay. So, if anybody else knows anything that 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 R&B stands for besides Riddick Bow, which is brilliant, and riding a bicycle, which is also brilliant. How about I just thought of these right I'm saying they're off brilliant. the top of my head? I'm saying they're brilliant. Off the top of I'm my saying... slightly
1: sunburned head. Uh, we have another email about ARC, and this one comes from uh, Philly Solver.
0: Philly Solver. I wish Philly Solver would comment on our blog. Do you? Yes. I, we never hear from Philly Solver. I mean, we hear from him once in a while, but... Uh... I think he should comment every day on our
1: blog. <laughs> Don't you think? Uh, I, I wish everybody would comment every day on I our blog. I think Philly
0: Solver in particular should. <laughs> Don't you think, don't you think, Brian, that he should? That's what I think. We never hear from him. Does he ever come to our blog? I don't know. I don't know, but he
1: listens to our podcast because he's written us an email. I
0: guess so. So he
1: writes to very us. Very
0: odd. <laughs>
1: I <laughs> I had a theme idea I did not develop because I am not into American sports. But this is also nonsense. But the he's answers, a huge
0: Philadelphia Phillies fan. Well,
1: is that not American sports? He's not into American sports, but he's a huge Phillies fan. Maybe everything except the Phillies. He doesn't like everything except the Phillies. Anyway, but the answers seem like the making of a sound theme. You would use team nicknames, as used in sports page headlines, as clues. And an example is Reds attack Yanks. Now this, of course, would be. Referencing the Cincinnati Reds and the New York Yankees in Major League Baseball, but the answer, uh, but but it's also Reds like you know communists and Yanks like Northerners. I I mean, I I mean these are old terms that don't really go together, right? But
0: but did the the Reds
1: attack the Yanks in American history at some point?
0: Well, yeah, I mean Yanks could be could be Americans in Britain. Americans are called Yanks.
1: Oh, okay. So the Russians attacked us. And the answer is interleague game.
0: Yes. Well, it's a neat idea. It is.
1: Fish eat gnats.
0: What's the clue for that?
1: That is the clue. This is an interesting idea, using sports team names, but knowing that they mean other things besides just the team name, Uh uh, and coming up with things that those could reference. Yes,
0: Uh, it's an interesting idea. Very good idea. Our next email comes from uh, Todd McKay. He does uh, say that uh, we should use crossword compiler. We've gotten a number of different responses. Uh, June Park says Crossfire, but he also has a Mac, and and Crossfire is crossword compiler you can't use on a Mac. Uh, So I'm going to try out both of them and see which one I I like the best before I I, uh, spend the money. Um, And also, I don't really understand this whole word list thing and and how you acquire all these word lists. So, I don't know. I
1: recently acquired a, a, a huge word list and was the uh,
0: how, how did you acquire that? Were you bequeathed? Well,
1: no, I'm a subscriber to the Cruciverb website. Okay. And by paying for a membership to the Cruciverb website, you have access to their clue and answer database. Uh-huh. And I think that there's a way you can download a word list from them. What do you mean if it's, you're it's, a member?
0: What do you mean you think there's a way? I feel like you've already done Well, it. I have already done it.
1: I just think that it's legitimate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So uh, Todd McKay recommends uh, Crossword Compiler. Excellent. Uh, he And he says uh, later on, he says, uh, However you proceed, I hope that you inject your personalities into the final product. I expect you to find ways to weave your passions into the puzzle, baseball references, Taco Bell menu items, etc. Remember that the fact that you have so many fans that you w- want to help you succeed. I know you will create a fine puzzle, T. McKay. This is the nicest email we've probably ever gotten.
1: It is. I'm a little teary right now. So am I. Um, uh,
0: it's, and it's a brilliant idea. I, I, as soon as I read this, I thought, absolutely, we have to have a Taco Bell reference. In there. Totally. At some, at,
1: Absolutely, yes. we do. Crunchwrap Supreme. How many letters are in that? More than 15? Probably. Yeah.
0: Uh, but that's brilliant. We're that, that That is going in. Taco Bell menu item, absolutely. And I'd love to have a Dodger reference. Okay. As well. Are
1: you tracking this season with how the Dodgers do when they're referenced in a puzzle? Yeah, that was a thing last year. They haven't
0: been referenced yet. They haven't? Not on a day game. Okay. A game day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last email we have that uh, pertains to the ARC arc is uh, from Joanne Sullivan, who's sort of our ARC through line. Uh, yes. Joanne Sullivan... Dear Ryan and Brian, in episode 49 of Fill Me In, you read an email that I addressed only to Ryan. I hope that Brian doesn't think that I intended to slight him. I omitted his name because I was responding to an email signed Ryan. The omission had nothing to do with my belief that Brian is a ruthless bully who mercilessly harasses poor, sweet, innocent, defenseless Ryan. Uh, Joanne goes on with, Thank you for inspiring me to complete my Lost Ark puzzle. If I didn't know better, I would offer to buy you a pizza if it gets printed (laughs) in the New York Times. The theme clues and answers in the puzzle that I submitted are the same ones that I listed in my email to you, and here they are. We talked last week how we were going to present the theme clues, yes,
0: and the answers, or just the just clues? Just the clues. Just to the see clues. Come up with the answers.
1: That's right. So here are the clues well, for Joanne's puzzle. Remember,
0: remind people what the theme is. Well, that,
1: I have to. I'm going to give the clue and the answer for one of them, which okay. is the one that explains it. Okay. The clue is object of Indiana Jones's quest and this puzzle's theme, mm-hmm. and the and it's ten letters. The answer is the lost ark. Yes. So here are the other three theme answers. Uh each one of them, they're they're clever, they all end with a question mark. So we have ten letters, it's low grade phobia. And then we have a fourteen letter one, caught a New York ball player in a rundown, and another fourteen letter, location of the wicked witch's castle. So remember all of these, the theme is the lost ark, and those are the other three clues there. Yes. Uh that go with that. Uh, finally, Joanne wraps us up with speaking of nicknames, I think you should post a glossary of your nicknames on your website. You can include nicknames, the real names, and the derivation of the nicknames. The glossary would serve the same function as the subtitles on the enhanced episodes of Lost. It could lure new viewers who would otherwise be overwhelmed by the tangle of characters. And while we're discussing nicknames, can you explain why Edwards is part of Stephen <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: I think this is also a brilliant idea. I think we should have we should have a rogues gallery type thing on the website. I think people, a gallery of rogues. A gallery of rogues. All of the people who are, you know, are the friends of the website who have nicknames, who don't have nicknames, who want nicknames. They should. We should have bios for you. Did this on your zooty dot. Yeah, I did. It's true. I think we should have that. I, I think if people want to have a specific picture that they want associated with themselves, so they it's should, sort of like
1: if you're a member of the Be More Smarter community. Right. We're, that's, that's sort of what we're doing here, we're, right? We're,
0: yes. We're just brainstorming okay. right now, and, and we'll, we'll get it set up, and then we'll have more details on how to be involved with that. But I think that's a brilliant idea. I like it. Let's work on it. All right. So that is the arc. That is the arc. Uh, what do we move on to we're now? We're going on to lightning round. The lightning round. Yeah,
1: the lightning round. Bum-ba-da-bum. Bum. Monday, April 13th, Natan Last. Center entry was a New York Times first-timer, Rick Rolling.
0: It's very odd, because two days before this puzzle came out, I dreamt that Brendan and McCrigley Rick Rolled Me. Tuesday, April 14th, by Barry Boone. This is the one I tanked in Boston. I did not tank this, and I finished 50 places ahead of you. Ha ha ha!
1: Wednesday, tax day, I finished my taxes at 3.30 p.m. You?
0: Earlier, and my refund will be bigger. That's what she said. Thursday, April 6th, <laughs> 16th, by three-and-a-half-year-old Oliver Hill. What the hell is RNL?
1: Your sweatshirt is made of it. Friday, April 17th, by Corey Rubin. Corey Rubin tried to psych me out at the ACPT. Now I have a plastic trophy, and he's been published by the New York Times. Who's laughing now?
0: Saturday, April 18th, by Byron. Mike Nothnagel knows my middle name Walden. The whole puzzle was in Esperanto. Brian, say something in Esperanto. Me
1: volas Renconti, and Terrasan Byron. Sunday, April 19th, by Will Nettiger. Hey, Ryan, sing me, sing me the Trout Quintet.
0: Squishy, squishy, squishy. Squishy, squishy, squishy. Squishy, squishy, squishy. Squish... Had- have you ever had trout? You you don't know what trout
1: is. They you? squish. They, they're fish. They're soft. They're wet. They're soft and wet. <laughs> that was the lightning round. The lightning round. What do you think?
0: I thought that went well.
1: I thought it was better with a buzzer.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. I am bad I'm not editing out. That's right. I think there. it's better with a buzzer. I think so, too. Good. Look at me. Well done. Look at you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Very All right. Nice. Um, I'll get you back for that. We are done.
1: We are done.
0: Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for... <laughs> paying attention
1: again with the see now it's your thank you run on this is how we ended last week you couldn't stop the show because you couldn't stop thanking people
0: well I appreciate it you had to play yakety sax to get you
1: to stop I appreciate
0: it this, well this week we play the trash win
1: oh is that yeah. what is that how we're going to end the show squishy squishy, versus... squishy, <laughs> squishy squishy
0: squishy squishy <laughs> name something that's wet and soft and doesn't no no go ahead name something I can't I can't